It's not another Bills podcast with John Corzilius. That was the first time in my lifetime that I felt like the Bills were actually good. Yeah, it was a long time after that until I felt that feeling again. Then Pat Caprio. Well, to quote Rage Against the Machine, <laughs> what, what better place than here? And, um, you know, what, what better time than now? Brandon Habermas. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, grab your cousins. Grab your friends, grab your mailman, grab your cat, meow in their face, grab your dog, grab anybody that'll listen to this bet here. I hope your mailman listened to that bet or your cat. Tony definitely listened to me banter about it pretty much all day long on Sunday. Well, you could have made a lot of money off of it. Worked out pretty well for you, didn't it? It did. It did. The grind to a new laptop has started. And by grind, I mean shout out to the left upright of Foxborough Stadium and the wind that passed through Buffalo because without it, I would probably be in a very sad state of mind because it was looking rough in that Tampa game. I, I turned it on and it was it was not what I thought it was going to be. Did you bet the spread? The Patriots ended up covering the spread, which was 96% of the money that was being bet in the casinos was being bet on Tampa. So if New England was not able to cover that spread, the casinos would have been hurting 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 sunday night so you got a lot of money line betters like myself that put tampa in a parlay to help those odds out but if you bet on the money line for tampa you had to put some major major money down to make any sort of profit on your turn because they were they were so big of favorites uh so basically we're looking at the standings here patty had another rough week oh did i that's uh yeah a little bit um, I went three and three again, like week one, and Brandon went five and one again. So I'm glad that we're doing Brando's bets and not John's bets or, or Pat's bets because y'all would be broke. Sometime over the course of my life, I picked up a four leaf clover that said, Brandon, you're going to have the craziest act of God's happen to you in your life, but you're going to have an ability to pick football games that are useless until you're 25 years old and you have extra disposable income to bet on them so uh shout out to that (laughs) all right do you guys want to hear how we did i would love to let's do it well let's start with you pat what do you think 16 and a half points spread do the bills cover the spread i'm gonna say that they don't cover so yeah, yeah I don't I don't think that they'll cover I think it'll be somewhere around two touchdowns or Bills are gonna light them up I think they're gonna cover the spread Cleveland team coming in off of a all-time great defensive performance Kirk Cousins coming out here guns blazing or whatever he blazes um, uh, Kirk Cousins does not blaze anything <laughs> well that's why I said what yeah. I think Cleveland's defense is real, and I'm going to pick them to win this game. I, I, I like Minnesota in this one for, for whatever reason. I don't know. I think as long as the Browns are like very hard to beat when they're playing with the lead, and especially when you have two great running backs like that, so I think if they get off to a good start, it's a lock. We have a NFC West battle. Cardinals against the Rams. I got to go with, you know, Los Rams, but 
I think it'll be close. I'm on the Matt Stafford bandwagon since day one. I'm going to pick him again, just like I picked him last week. I just think that the Rams have too much firepower. Uh, I like the Rams in this one. Another West Coast battle. The uh, Niners are going to take on the Seahawks. Yeah, I, I like Seattle in that in that shootout. I mean, even though they've lost a couple of those this year. But I like, essentially, I like Russell Wilson more than Jimmy Garoppolo. Give me Seattle to win this game. Balls out, but I, I got to go with the Hawks, man. I, I agree with Johnny and Brando. Our fifth game in our pick six would be the Ravens at the Broncos. Uh, and then you look on the other side of the ball at the Ravens. Where would they be without Justin Tucker? Where would they be without a game clock that wasn't synced up right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely give me the Ravens. I'm going Baltimore. Well, I know some wonky stuff happens when you're playing up at Mile High Stadium. I, th- I, do, not see, I do not see the Broncos winning this game. Uh, we have Indianapolis Colts coming down to Miami. That's hard, man. That's like picking your cousin or your sister to go to the <laughs> high school prom with, man. Um, give me Jacoby Brissett and um, those those uh, majestic dolphins that Mr. Ace Ventura tried to save, Mr. Peck Detective. So I'm not saying the Colts are good, but I, I think that they they might be a little bit better than the Dolphins at this point. So I'm going Colts in this one. And I'm going to take the Colts to do that against this Dolphins team. I agree with you that I, I think the Colts will win, but I don't think Prince Harry is going to have a good game. I just oh, think Prince that Harry, Indy's I defense... I think about that for a second. Oh, man. <laughs> I think his hairline's I, better than that. Um. <laughs> Brandon, pretty accurate on those. Uh, hey. He's, he's pulling away. A lot of time left. You know, all it takes is one week like this week and I lose all five of them in a row and I'm still winning by a little bit, but. (laughs) All right, so Brandon's leading the way at 14 and four. Pretty impressive. I'm 10 and eight, extremely average. And uh, Patty's taking a stop at the local gas station, seven and 11. Yeah, boys. So. All right. First of all, I have to say, man, I if it, the, the number seven eleven, the store seven eleven, if we can ever get seven eleven as a sponsor, a sponsor yes. I, I would die a happy man. I have spent more money in seven eleven than probably almost any other place combined. And me and Pat, at one point in our lives, would get breakfast at seven yes, eleven yes, almost every yes. morning. That's not a lie. <laughs> Before we would go into work together. <laughs> So 7-Eleven has saved me on a number of occasions, taquitos, everything, Slurpee, 7-Eleven day, all the above. So just, I'm just plugging them because everyone judges me for how much. And there's a 7-Eleven in our hometown that slaps. But, but the other thing about that, that clip is that music inspires me just to uh, get my brain juices flowing and trying to pick these games with a little bit of regularity. So I like that also. Brando is, when it comes to talking to yourself, Brando actually like talks cohesive football thoughts. And I'm just like, oh boy, Pat, why did you pick that? You got to change your mind. Or I'm like, oh boy, I think that I'm like clairvoyant and I'm seeing the future. And then it's just like, no, I'm just a moron. (laughs) I think it depends on what side you're on because I could just be clairvoyant and a moron too it just is it, it's it's in, in stuff that matters in my life Brando is straight straight clairvoyant I, like when it comes to foosball when it comes to football and uh not much else but i will take it because i finally 
was able to uh, pay some rent with the football winnings, so we will shout out to that real quick. That means uh, you're a professional gambler, bro. You shouted you shout out to that in the last episode. It's well, not next month yet, so... I paid last month's rent, and I will take that four days late right to her mailbox, so it was good. Uh, but this week, we're hoping to do it again, because if we can get another month ahead and I don't have to worry about rent, that would be just fabulous. Nice. All right. Well, let's let's start making our picks and uh, figure out who's clairvoyant and who's a moron. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First up, we got the game of the week, Sunday Night Football, the game we've all been waiting for since the beginning Could of the season. Could be the game of the year. Sorry, I since, cut you off there. We've been waiting for this since last January, yes. honestly. Yes. I, I don't know about you guys, but it still stings. It still sucks. And seeing clips surface of all the personal fouls that should have been called that weren't is just like making my blood boil this week. So I forgot all that stuff happened. I was watching the clips today and all of the shots that Kansas City was hitting them with, and it was just all after the play. It was all cheap little stuff. And I'm so glad Deion Dawkins took a run at that dude. I don't remember who he was on Kansas City. Well, Tyron Matthew was like instigating a bunch of stuff too. I mean, I'm not even sure. I don't know if it was D Ford or who. All right. So we got an AFC championship in the same building. And now, instead of 17,000 fans, we've got all 70-some-odd thousands. I don't know how many Kansas City folks and their cousins they can fit in that stadium. Uh, so, like you said, John, we've been thinking about this game since January, February of last year. Uh, I'm sure any single person who has access to any form of media has heard about Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and this guy deserves the credit that he's been getting especially against our team i was reading a stat today that pretty much their last nine games i think it is has been minus outside the super bowl have all been determined by uh one score or less which is really telling that they can pull away in these close games and the bills have not been themselves when they play these chiefs teams if it's like they're Boxing with the opposite hand, a lefty being a righty or a righty being a lefty. I don't know if they're playing scared. They're holding something back. Uh, and I don't want to see that on Sunday. And it, that, you see that in the line. Three-point three underdogs for the Bills, pretty much neutral with the game being in Arrowhead. Has um, the line moved to three from two and a half? Or are you looking uh, at it a different It went from side? three to two and a half. So it's still probably two and a half right now. But it, it, started, it started at three and a half, went to three, went to two and a half. Um, this was published from sportingnews.com at approximately 13 hours ago. So it's probably changed. It's probably back down to two and a half. I, no but anyways, I, just, I just look on the ESPN app usually. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what sports. Now, do you see the Bills the, number one on the ESPN are? power rankings? Interesting stuff, man. Yeah, a couple of different outlets had them number one. Some have Cardinals you, uh, number one. Did you see the Cardinals uh, tweet the ESPN power rankings and they were acting all but hurt uh, that they weren't number hey, one? Hey, listen, Kyler Murray, we had to go through this crap until Josh made it to the playoffs and they still gave him crap until he made it to the AFC Championship game. And, mister, you have, and you they have no playoff. Still give him you have crap. no playoff. Uh, experience dog i'm not saying you're great you're a great player but like we can't mention you in the same conversation as dudes who have been to the playoffs like multiple times um until you do it and once you do it yeah you know what i mean you're great right now but in the eyes of sports media at least and i mean bitter buffalo bills fans who had to sit through 17 years of mediocrity um good player overall that game last (laughs) year was still one of the best football games that i watched in a long time 
maybe we'll see a rematch down the line somewhere. I was literally, I was so mad, um, you know, when that game, the Cardinals went up late. I was literally at our local 7-Eleven, and <laughs> I called my dad, and my dad was like, yeah, you know, bud, Stefan Diggs just punched one in. Oh, I'll tell you what, this team, this, I love this squad. And then all of a sudden, you hear my mom in the background, and she's like, I think he caught it. <laughs> like what <laughs> what what <laughs> he's like oh just just turn just uh, you know hang up just look on the computer man I, I don't want to tell you and um yeah i was like what happened he's like dude i i don't i don't think you want to hear this and um so yeah he hung up and then i found out so well we've co- we've come a long way <laughs> so it, it that we have uh i feel like maybe this is just recency bias but for me growing up i never saw a ton of hail marys there was doug flutie's boston college hail mary but then before that or after that at least in my following of the game there was not a ton of successful hail yeah. marys until aaron Rodgers just say, woke yeah, up one he, day he did one of them like, against the lions too which i feel bad about but um I watched that game my sophomore year in college. And I, that's when Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson they were, were really good, yeah. in their prime. And they were dominating that game and they had a winning record. And I was like, these teams are going to win the division. And I remember it was like one of my first betting ever. I bet on the Lions to win that game. And I was so hyped. I was standing in my dorm room and on my little 22 inch TV, Aaron Rodgers throws the ball 90 yards up in the air. He could have hit the dome ceiling and it just drops in the end zone and they catch it. I was like, are you did what? And then he does it like four more times over the next three years. And I was like, how does this keep happening? And then it happened to us. Yeah. You, you never expect it until it happens to you. <laughs> it happened to me. <laughs> it can happen to you. And it happened to T2. <laughs> Mr. Mr. J rock. <laughs> All right. Let's hop right into our picks here. So I don't know. I, we're going to try to take uh, our bills. Uh, bills. Homer. Out of it, three of the biggest homers you'll ever meet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so we're picking unbiasedly who we think is going to win, straight up. Well, these despite these the games look a little bit more clear cut here, boys. Um. <laughs> don't get. <don't> <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's hear it. Come Lead on, off, come sir. on, Pat. Pat, give us your pick, man. All right, I can go down this list right now and probably tell you. No, Pat, you know how <laughs> we know, do this. We've I been know, doing this for five weeks. I know. <laughs> Hi, my name's Pat, and I'm new here. <laughs> I had to start leaving notes out of the Google Doc because Pat would start stealing them and reading them because I'd like make notes for myself. And he'd be like, Yeah, well, you know, I'm like, this point. And I was like, Pat, I was going to say that. I'm playing that. <laughs> That's why you have your notepad, pen and pencil, man. Pen and pencil. Oh. I have two Google Docs for every single episode now. One for me and one for everyone else. That's really funny. Look at that. Look at that. The old school pen. All right, Pat, read that paper and tell us what you got. I'll just... Buffalo versus Kansas City. Who you got? Who do you think is going to win this game? As much as I love the Buffalo Bills, man. If I were to put money down on the game, I would pick the Chiefs. And if I lost money to watch the Bills win, then that's also a win. But if if I was being honest... I'd probably go with the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Okay, okay. That's Appreciate very well said. That's very well said. Putting money down to watch the Bills win to lose the money. That's that. I don't know. I don't <laughs> no, know. Well, you're this a professional, Brandon. You know, per- professional. Are you going to tell me right now that you don't have your pick written down on your little notepad? Uh, nope, I don't. I haven't. I was asking students about this. Dude, I got so desperate. I'm asking sixth graders. 
Uh, are you smarter than a sixth grader? Dude, they honestly probably know. Like, Mr. H failed. Uh, no. So they said they think it's going to be a blowout. They don't know which way it's going to go. They just said they think it's going to be a blowout. If the Bills win, it'll be a blowout. If they lose, it'll be a blowout. And I... The total for this game is 56 and a half points, which is probably the highest total we're going to see all year from Vegas unless yeah. uh, the Chiefs play the Chargers again later on. Um, but even their game didn't crash that much. So they want to see like a 31-27 game. And if you could limit the Chiefs to 27 points, you would take that all day long, right? Yeah. But can we score 27? Ah. Well, we'd probably we have to score 30, you know what I mean? Or 28 at least, you know, so. Well, we would have to score 28 to win if we hold them to 27. For those of you that are new to the game. I'm glad that we had both of you guys to solve that math problem. <laughs> I don't know about you, man, but I teach physical education and health. Math is, is hard. So uh, I defer that all day long to my math friends. Um, the numbers I do know are that the Bills on um, passes over 20 yards this year. PFF grades them over 90. No other team in the entire league is over 65. So they're blowing everybody out. The Bills defensive, the DVOA is the highest they've ever seen ever through these few games. They had the greatest defensive performance ever recorded since 1973 last week. Uh, fast fact for you. Yeah. Better than the 85 Bears, better than the 07 Giants or whatever, the 2000 Ravens, what other legendary defenses you can think of, uh, the, the Broncos that won the Super Bowl. And uh, defense does not matter to Patrick Mahomes, but I, I'm going to take the Bills because I am Brando Bills. We always pick the Bills. And if you pick the Bills every single game last year, you still finish 13-3. and three. So I'm going to go with my man, Josh Allen. We've talked about it. He's the key to this game. The defense might not be great, especially with players missing, but we paid this man $40 million. We have Steph Diggs, who never drops a ball, the third longest streak, except the guy on the other side who also never drops a ball, a.k.a. two of them, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. So I got the Bills in a shootout, but they're going to they're gonna win, and uh, we're going to be happy come Monday when we do the recap on our next show. Yeah. This was tough for me to decide, especially with the Milano injury, because I think we all would have had a lot more confidence going into this if Milano was healthy, and now it's kind of looking like he won't play. But I think that what's different about this matchup than last year is kind of the circumstances surrounding it. It's it's a normal week. They had a normal lead-up. Um, you know, there's not as many, like, COVID. It, they're used to it by now. It's a full stadium, like... I know there's still protocols and stuff like that, but it's for all intents and purposes, it's a normal season. Weather could be a factor. I was I was kind of looking forward to these two teams playing a game that wasn't weather affected like the Bills like the the first game was that they played last year where it, Anyway, I just think that I, they had even more injury trouble before the first matchup last year and even before the championship there was guys nursing injuries that were that were still playing. So, you know, our linebackers were really down on their luck last year. I mean, Tremaine was uh, injured as well. So, I don't know. I just think that the Bills are more confident going into this moment because they've been there before. Like, when they were in the championship, they hadn't been there before, and the Chiefs had. Like, 
they had a lot more experience than the Bills in that point. And then, you know, I'm just I'm just kind of crossing off the the early season loss from last year because I, I think that that just didn't feel like a traditional game. Like there was weather, there was no fans. It was kind of weird. It was a Thursday night game, short week. I, I just I I think that the Bills are going to win this. I'm picking them to win and. Not only do I think that the Bills offense is going to have a much better day than they had the last two days, but I think that the Bills defense is going to have a much better time against Patrick Mahomes this time. I really think that, you know, we haven't seen anyone slow down Patrick Mahomes, but if anyone's going to do it, it it's got to be a, a Bills-like defense. They're built to stop the Chiefs. They, they're, they've got quick linebackers. They've got, I mean, Taron Johnson is looking healthy, so that's really helpful as well. Jordan Poyer, if he can go, that's going to help a lot covering Travis Kels when he tries to go over the top and, you know, they're passing him off in the zone between where Milano would have been playing. So hopefully I don't see AJ Klein get victimized, but I don't, I think that they'll try to scheme themselves out of that situation. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm going Buffalo on this one. Go Bills, baby. Can I give you a couple stats real quick? So I saw this today and it blew my mind, really. Two parts of this blew my mind because one, we, at least I have. I've said it the last two times. I think I thought it would be the same thing as before, kind of like how you said it, that our defense would be able to slow them down due to our size. We have the linebackers that are built for this game, right? Six five, four three, four four speed. Uh, well, it's more about the, the speeds than the, the than the size for linebackers well, in, in this well, game. Kelsey, it's how, how tall is Kelsey? Cover. I mean, he's big, Kelsey. but it's about he's covering monster. him. You're not going to outclass him. You just have to be able to be all over him at all at all times. So I, this is what blows my mind is Patrick Mahomes has a first down on 46.8% of his plays this season. And that's the highest of any player for a team since 2016, the Falcons that went to the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan, yeah. Matt Ryan, yeah. I don't know if you saw that stat, but that stat scares me because... That's insane that they scored on seven or they score on six of eight possessions in their game against the who they play last week. The Eagles, right? Yeah, they scored on six of eight possessions, six touchdowns, six touchdowns. And when you can score that many points and just chunk them down the field, if you use 10 yards to play, you get eight yard, eight yard out, seven yard out, whatever it is. That Eagles defense isn't that great, though. No, they're not, but that's... I know that Patrick Mahomes can still do the thing about against great defenses. I'm just saying, like, you know, Bill's defense, again, under 30, good day. Like it's For me, that stat is more about... Because this game's going to be... I think it's, it's going to come down to Josh. I've said it in every portion of the show because Mahomes is just generational to the point that it just blows my mind. And I think the only way to beat him is to outscore them. So if they can get, so if they, if the Eagles kept them to six out of eight and last year, we only, we kept them from five out of eight and we still lost. So we have to like, what do you think? Four touchdowns. Is it, are we going to stop? Is that enough to win? Is our offense going to win? We're going to find out. Or a couple of key red zone stops and, and turnovers fumbles when they do run, you know, that kind of stuff. All right, so let's 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 get into let's get into our second game here. We got Denver going into Pittsburgh. Both teams coming off of a loss. Uh, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is looking like he's out for this game with a concussion, or he's questionable. But if we don't have Teddy Bridgewater coming into this game, we're going to have Drew Locke at quarterback, which will be interesting either way. You know, can't imagine this is a great quarterback matchup on either side. But Teddy, who you got in this one? Well, 
Ben, I think I'd give you one more, man. I'm going to have to go with the Steelers, man. It's going to be an ugly game in Pittsburgh. I'm excited to see it. I don't know. Steelers by three. Maybe seven. If it's a good night. Okay. Brandon, what do you, what do you think the game's going to look like and uh, who you got? So, quick trend around the NFL. Last week, the underdogs finally took the lead over the favorites. And... Yeah, they had a winning record last week for the first time all season. And then the other fast fact, which I thought might have been because of, you know, with COVID and everything we saw last year, that home field advantage did not prove to be important because the away teams had a a winning record. And that followed a 2019 season where that was also the case. So we had two years where the home field advantage was non-existent. And this year it's the same trend. And uh, three years, fool me one time, shame on you, fool me twice, can't put the blame on you, fool me three times, it's not gonna happen. Give me the Broncos. Steelers, no bueno. Drew Locke's got enough movement to hustle around this D-line from Pittsburgh. So uh, Vic Vangio coming into Pittsburgh, don't don't upright. So give me the give me the Broncos. Johnny, what about you? Who you got for this game? I think that I think that Big Ben looks a little bit more fit to do AARP commercials at this point than throw football. So I, I got to go Denver on this one, regardless of who's playing quarterback. I, I think that Drew Locke is at least serviceable so i got i got denver in that matchup so speaking of commercials for old quarterbacks have you ever seen those like public television joe namath commercials where he's on talking about like get your paycheck a week earlier or whatever yeah ben roethlisberger is going to do those next year (laughs) (laughs) i hope he gets some better uh teeth than joe namath has yeah dude they are obnoxious man like you are a former Super Bowl MVP, Joe. You can at least get your teeth fixed. All right. So our next matchup is Cleveland uh, going into LA against the Chargers. Both teams are three and one going into this, so the winner is going to be four and one, and pretty much the top of the AFC. Hopefully, with the Bills, who will be four and one at that point. But anyway, KC could also possibly come out of this weekend three games back in the West if the Chargers win. So that's another interesting storyline to follow there. But Patty, who you got in this game? Uh, give me the Browns. I think they keep the ball out of Justin Herbert's hands. Do a little bit of uh, double trouble. Mr. Kareem Hunt, Mr. Nick Chubb, give me the Browns. What about you, Brando? The double trouble is uh, extra ironic when we feature Kareem Hunt in the wordplay. Uh, and I think it's going to be trouble for the Browns. The Chargers are elite, and I would put them at this moment in time as probably the biggest threat to the one seed because they have the tiebreaker over yeah, the Chiefs. Over the Chiefs. Um, but when we when we talk about their success, we have to to say that if it pushes the Chiefs to be the best wildcard team that we might have ever seen in the playoffs. Uh, Moral of that story is at least they got to come through Buffalo this time. So um, give me the Chargers in a close game, at least through three quarters. The uh, Like you said, they have the weapons to slow the game down, but Mike Williams isn't going to be contained two weeks in a row like that. And uh, Austin Eckler is going to look electric out there for the Chargers. So give me the L.A. Chargers in their fancy new stadium over the Browns. Nice. I like that pick. Uh, I I think that Justin Herbert is really only continuing to get better at this point. Like both teams have great defenses, but I kind of like the Chargers offensive weapons a little bit better with uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams on the outside. So I'm going Chargers on that one. 
The other thing that we didn't talk about, which Pat, you and I both have experience with, is Baker has a torn left labrum in his shoulder. Uh, you, you can say all you want that you can throw the ball. Yes, you can throw a ball with a torn labrum, but it's going to hurt like H-E double hockey sticks when he runs out of the pocket and you have one of those all pro secondary yeah, dude. members from, from LA chasing it's, him down. It'd be hard so to he's even gonna, carry it in your left hand, man. It's or real. even to slide. Like we should look out for some fumbles here. Uh, just the, something with his injury could change the course of that game. So next up, we got New Orleans going to Washington. New Orleans is coming off an embarrassing collapse versus the uh, New Jersey Giants, and Washington reportedly is still recovering from their week three colonoscopy. <laughs> so, Patty, who you got in this one? Well, I don't know, man. Like, Taylor Heineke, I, as good as Taylor Heineke is playing and, like, as great of a story as is, and, like, we talked about how good that D is on paper, you know, I think Jameis, big game on the road. I'd, I'd say it's going to be a close game, but, yeah. Give me those New Orleans Saints. What about you, Breno? Washington is built like the mediocre drought teams of the Buffalo Bills. They have below average quarterback, an elite wide receiver, a decent running game, and an average defense. Uh, That being said, they're going to keep it close. They'll probably bring it down to the last few possessions, but Jameis is no slouch. And uh, Lattimore could potentially shut down McLaurin, Terry, scary, scary, Terry. Uh, and that being said, I think the defense of the saints is going to give Heineke fits kind of like the bills defense gave him fits. So I'm going to take the saints. Uh, they're going to pull away again. It'll be, it'll come down to some sloppy turnover. It'll show their coaching will, will probably be the final outcome. Sean Payton, he's better than Ron Rivera. As much as I like Ron Rivera, It'll show up on the scoreboard because of their New Orleans has more veterans. They've had an established system. So give me the give me the Saints in this game. Nice. Yeah. I'm not really sure what to make of the New Orleans defense or the Washington defense because, you know, both are struggling right now. But the Washington defense like looks so great on paper. It's kind of a, a mystery why they're doing so bad. But anyway, in that case, I, I'm taking New Orleans on this one. I, I like Jameis, too. I think he's still, you know coming into his own I know, he, I know he's been in the league for a long time but that LASIK eye surgery must just have like a delay period or a, a break-in period or something like that but don't they say you can walk out of the of the procedure with fresh vision right away don't quote me on that Brandon <laughs> <laughs> anyway next up we got Green Bay at Cincinnati Packers coming into Cincy on a three-game win streak and uh, seem to be returning to last year's form after a week one Florida vacation who do you guys got in this one Patty I mean as much as as much as I like Mr. Joe Burrow, you know, honestly, if he can stay healthy, I think that team's going to be pretty good. Like they're two and one. Are they three and one now, bro? Or are they two and two? Yeah. Oh, Both three teams are three and one. First place in a pretty good division. Um, I don't know. Give me Aaron Rodgers taking on the whole AFC North, man. Brandon, what do you think about that? Who's your pick? I recently found out today that Cincinnati's home stadium is called the jungle due to the Bengals being wild animals that live in the jungle. But I will say that is some impressive context clue detection. I will say my man, Aaron Rodgers could look very much like a jungle explorer with that long shaggy hair, a little bit of a gray beard, and he's going to go out there and he's going to slay some bangles out in that jungle. Uh, The home field advantage is not, 
helpful. We, we established that in the last one. And it's definitely not helpful when you have an all-time quarterback at the helm. He is a beacon of light on a stormy sea. He is a adventure in the jungle. He is a, a charcuterie plate in Cheesehead City. I don't care what it is. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he, he is almost goat status, oh, and he's going to take this game today. Nice. I like it. I'm also going with Green Bay in this one. I think that, you know, since he needed a last-second field goal to beat Jacksonville on Thursday Night Football, and as, as long as Aaron Rodgers isn't playing in Florida, I'll, I'll pick him to win. So I'm going Green Bay on this one. All right, our next matchup is uh, San Francisco going to Arizona. The Cardinals are coming off a big win in L.A., and San Francisco is unleashing Trey Lance this week because uh, Garoppolo, um, whose face Pat really likes to talk about, um, <laughs> is, is injured this week. So, Patty, who you got in this game now that, now that your boy isn't playing? Well, you know, I think Trey could do big things for the team, and I'm glad he got to sit. But, you know what, I'm looking at the spread. It's a little bit of disrespect to the 49ers, you know, regardless of who's playing quarterback, but give me the, give me the Cardinals, you know, five point spread. That's you're, you're pretty right about that. I would say, I think five points, I have five and a half here. I don't know if it's changed at all. Um, it's, it's kind of a lot, a large number for a division game outside of the AFC East where the Buffalo bills just destroy their division rivals. Generally, it's not like that. Division games are closer. They're more intense. If I was taking the points, I would think hard about San Francisco because five and a half points is a lot when you have a professional team and a, and a high caliber coach like Kyle Shanahan. Everybody always talks about his quarterback whispering abilities, this defensive front that the Niners have, but they've been battling injuries. And as long as I'm on this earth, I'll never bet a lot of money on a rookie quarterback to win a game in the NFL. It is hard to come into the NFL as a young man and when you first start it doesn't happen often it's a lot of information to take on and this team coming up against them arizona cardinals are going to bring a lot of different blitz packages at the rookie jj watt we saw what he could do to a young quarterback like josh allen in a playoff game you know personally firsthand he changed that game uh and he could make a big game-changing play against another young quarterback here so give me the cardinals Give them to me straight up, even on their money line, because they are playing the rookie quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I like Arizona in this one as well. And honestly, I think that that money line is really just, uh, it's, it's not that San Francisco is bad. Like Arizona has been playing that good. I mean, there are some outlets that are ranking them number one in the power rankings and not to mention the game is also in Arizona. So you might see a closer line if that game is in San Fran, you know, maybe it's only two and a half, three points, but again, it's it's a spread plus a home field. So, but anyway, in any case, I'm taking Arizona in this one straight up because I just yeah we don't know what we're getting with Trey Lance, but Kyler Murray is always Kyler Murray is already what Trey Lance aspires to be as a quarterback. I feel like he's got he, they've got a very similar skill set, and Kyler Murray is just balling out this year. So I, I like I like them for this matchup. But anyway, so that's our picks. Uh, we'll uh, keep track of our records in the comments and stuff like that, Pat. Don't look at yours. You'll be ashamed. I will, dude. You know, <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm not yeah. a gambling man or a professional, but you're looking at two of them. <laughs> no. Hearing them. I, I don't gamble. I, I, I no, guess. No, but Johnny, your picks are pretty good, man. Honestly, like. I, I, you know. I'm middle of the pack. I'm like, I'm like the control group for this experiment. <laughs> like Brandon's, Brandon's <laughs> actually betting money on this, but I'm, I'm, 
I'm 500 in, in two of the three weeks that we've picked, so I'm, I'm the control group. But Anyway, Brando, since you're our resident expert, are there are there any bets that that we should be laying down some money on this week? Even though you know me and Pat aren't, <laughs> but if we were to, uh, like, what's what's looking hot? Do we have any locks this week, or we just have some uh, some good bets? So, ladies and gentlemen, last last week I have never felt more conviction than I did. Right? We talked about that already. Yes. This, this week covered in detail. This week, if <laughs> if you hear me and you know me. You're going to be like, this guy is not well. Let's let's check up on him. He, he might need to be asked if he's doing okay. Because I have an interesting take uh, this week. They cost me last week. They were not in my lock, but they were in my, like, I kind of want to put a bet on this because I don't think they're ever going to win. I always bet against them, team. Um, these things that fly in the air, they're called jets. They're located in New Jersey, not New York. They are taking a jet across the big pond over to London uh, where they might have some tea and briskets and they might even have a good game against the Falcons. I am looking at this game. The Jets opened as three and a half point favorites and the Falcons suck. So I hey, hey, Falcons, uh, Falcons are two and two, dog. But, can, but I, can I take a second here also? If they're having tea and briskets, I I hope that the Falcons are bringing the briskets with them. So the know. briskets, the meat, right? I, I meant to say biscuits, but I said briskets. Oh, hey, hey, good brisket in Atlanta, though, so they could pick some up on the way. Well, maybe they'll trade some brisket for some biscuits, but it doesn't matter because they're not going to leave happy. So I think the jets are going to be the, the bet here. I don't see it often where I want to bet on a rookie quarterback. I don't see it often where I want to bet on the jets, but I was looking at, at the previous tenure from Robert Sala. So he was the linebackers coach coach with the Jacksonville Jaguars for a few seasons. And he went over three times to London to play in their the London Jaguars. Wasn't one game. of those games was against us, right? It was against yeah. us. I believe his yeah. name was EJ Manuel. We yeah. don't speak that in the oh, airways yeah. of Buffalo. Unless anybody wants an autographed jersey, I have one collecting dust that I have been offered to pay people to take. They won't buy it for me. So nice. Uh, well, if anyone has an old MacBook that they want to trade branded for I'll EJ Manuel jersey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have interesting weather conditions. It's going to be a little bit rainy windy and a chance that the jets fly all over the falcons today you better not be a bird running into a plane today because the jets are going to crush you uh it's it seems far-fetched but the jets have played some tough teams they've played some good defenses their rookie quarterback made some good plays last week so if you want to have a nice brando's bets i'm putting the perfect streak on the line with the jets uh the, the stats say it. Robert Sala is going to have them prepared. They have understood the ways it's going to take to get over there and prepare with the jet lag. So give me the Jets and Brando's bets this week. Let's see what happens. Is there a good day to be a bird flying into a jet engine? Because you said nope. it's specifically not going to be a good day for a bird flying into a jet engine. <laughs> well, maybe they're like... They've missed two engines this year. <laughs> I will give them that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's going to be tough. And I'm sick of them being called New York Jets. I like how you call New Jersey Giants because they share a stadium. It's pretty dumb. Their owner's pretty stupid. It's at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday. So you get to wake up, have your coffee, have your tea, have your tea eat a biscuit, and watch <laughs> the Jets beat the Falcons. Hopefully, Zach Wilson 
is not jet lagged and he can come out and ball out. Hey, hopefully my boy Corderell Patterson has a good game recently inserted into the fantasy lineup. If he scores another 30 plus, I'd be very happy. He could. They could also, they could still lose though. He with Calvin Ridley out. I didn't even touch on Calvin Ridley being out. That's just been announced as of yesterday that he's out for the game for personal reasons. And it's, Whatever it is, it's a huge loss for them. Patterson could be in for a big role if you have him for daily fantasy sports. Also, he could be worth the add because um, they are professionals. They, they'll still get their yards, but the Jets have had a tough start and uh, th- this could be a good bounce back. Carry on that win over the Titans last week for Brando's bets this week. Nice. That's a pretty good Brando bet. Hopefully I don't have to uh, delete this episode in the future. <laughs> yeah, four picks later from Zach Wilson. <laughs> But all right, well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. I'll be watching the game with you guys on Sunday. It'll be fun. It'll be nice. Uh, I don't know what your guys' schedule usually is on Sunday, but I really like Sunday night games and afternoon games because you get to watch a little bit before. And my my favorite thing that I've recently discovered because of my ESPN Plus subscription is that prime time with Boogie. But not Boogie. Does Booger still Bo- do it? Yeah, Booger McFarland. Booger yeah. with uh, Captain with, Obvious. Oh my God. <laughs> It's finally got him off TV live, though. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> I love so that they, little cart they had him riding around on. That, uh, was, that was innovative. So stupid. Blocking all of the seats for everybody that's at the stadium. Yeah, just, yeah they got oh, this. Scoozy booger on your own. It's basically yeah. a scissor lift. They got him on, and, and he's rolling across there going like, well, they scored a field goal, so now they're up three points. Back to you. <laughs> I can't believe they pay him to do that. Uh, who does uh, he know? Who does he know? No, nah, he's a professional football player, bro. Uh, not to knock him, he does a good job with Chris Berman on primetime, which is what I was I was I was getting to compliment that because primetime is on right after that first four o'clock game, and it leads you into the eight o'clock game. I like it better than the coverage that NBC does, but I always well, tune yeah. in for Carrie Underwood. Berman's right? the best. Yeah, Berman's the best. He's the only Berman one. Berman is knows the best. Yes. What's about out here? Um, I don't know about you all either, but I have monday off due to our holiday weekend so that like left lifted a huge weight off of my chest because i was so anxious about having to get up at 5 45 on monday after the last two times that they played night games and and disappointed so um i tell you prime time is a good time to be in the central time zone for sure we talked about this earlier today it is yeah. no it really uh, is especially especially as you know we entered that quarter life crisis stage where we all start going to bed earlier. So <laughs> that five forty five alarm just makes me want to stab myself in my eyeballs sometimes. Nice. I'll I'll put that in the pre roll of the next episode. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll see you guys back here on Tuesday. Hopefully, we're uh, we're having a happy podcast and we're not all you know looking at the death certificate of the uh, the Bills loss. So. Patty, for once, I hope you're wrong with your game pick. I hope I. I, I hope you continue to be. <laughs> below average in your game picks <laughs> just for that Bills one I hope you get all the other ones right oh, but man. Go, Bills. Go, Bills. go Bills go Bills